0: In this tutorial series, you learn how to integrate 3D elements against a background picture. In the first movie of the series, you learn how to match the perspective of the background picture to the 3D camera you are using in the scene. However, you'll soon learn that matching the perspective is in a way the easiest part of the process. Once that is done, you need to worry about lighting and materials to ensure a good fit, the default setup being hardly a solution. You will be experimenting with various scenarios to that effect. Keep in mind that the perspective matching method shown in this movie uses a tool specific to 3ds Max 2014 and is not available in previous releases. You will be starting with a blank scene, so start or reset 3ds Max. Go to Customize Units Setup and click on System Unit Setup. Make sure it is set to Inches which is the default setup in 3ds Max. Dismiss the System Unit Setup dialog when done. As far as Display unit Scale, you can set it to Metric as it gives you a better sense of scale than the default generic units. Click OK to exit the dialog. Next, take a look at the background image you downloaded for this tutorial. This picture was taken in Old Montreal, not far from the Autodesk office. It shows an old factory, a waterway, and a reasonably large sidewalk, about 12 meters wide, which serves as a point of interest. The idea is that you will play the part of an architect contracted to design and build an information booth in the middle of that walkway. First, you need to bring the background into 3DS Max. The picture's resolution has been downsized to 1080p, or 1920 by 1080 pixels. It's usually a good idea to match 3ds Max's output resolution to that of the background. At least, it helps if 3ds Max's output and the background picture have the same aspect ratio, to prevent any distortions or stretching. Go to the Render Setup dialog. Set the Render Output Size to HDTV video, which matches the background image resolution. You can leave it at 1920x1080 or reduce it slightly for test runs at 1280 by 720, it's still keeping the same aspect ratio. For this movie recording, I will bring it further down to a 960 by 540 resolution. This is in effect four times smaller than a full 1080p resolution, half the size horizontally and vertically. Close the render setup dialog when done. To use the background at render time, and also displayed in the viewport, here's what you do. Go to Rendering, Environment or press 8 on the keyboard. In the Background group, click the Environment Map button. Choose Bitmap from the dialog that appears and then browse and select the background image from the folder where you stored it. That's your first step, but that's not enough. A render at this time shows an unexpected result. Open the Slate Material Editor and drag the background map from the Environment dialog into the Viewer area as an instance. Double-click the node to see its properties. Note that it is set by default as a Spherical environment. This can be very useful when you have a full 360-degree panorama, but not for simple still shots. Choose Screen instead and dismiss the Slate Material Editor. In fact, Dismiss also the Render Setup dialog. Now the rendering is more predictable. To display the background in the viewport, first make sure the Perspective View is active and then press Alt-B. In the Viewport Configuration dialog, check the Use Environment Background option and click OK to accept the changes. The background appears in the viewport but depending on your hardware setup, the image may be distorted. To ensure the image appears properly, click the Perspective Label and choose Show Safe Frames. You may need to refresh the view, so use Alt-W to maximize it and have a better look. When you're done, revert back to four views and start thinking like an architect. In this scenario, you were contracted to design a 3m x 5m kiosk for a company named Worldwide Wonders that sells travel packages. You already designed and built the geometry and saved it to a separate scene, but now, you need to merge it into this one. In this case, you know that your kiosk is roughly box-shaped and is 3 meters in length and 5 meters in width. So create a similar box in the top view that will act as a proxy. Make its height about 3 meters as well. Place the object in the middle of the world at 000. You'll move it later if you need to. While you're at it, add a ground in the form of a plane object. Make it about 12 meters by 12 meters for now. You'll change the parameters later. You'll mostly need this object to cast shadows cast onto the sidewalk. Consider the background picture. The shot seems to be taken from a 4 o'clock position. In the top view, set a target camera that roughly simulates the same position as in the background. Change the Perspective view to see through the lens of the camera you just created. At this point, you could try and manually adjust the camera's position and parameters to match the perspective. Chances are a manual approach will be frustrating and will never be 100% accurate or satisfactory. Instead, you will use the Perspective Match utility. Remember you have to have 3ds Max 2014 or newer to use this tool. In order to use the Perspective Match tool, the first rule of thumb is to use a free camera, as a target camera is not compatible with it. So, with the camera selected, go to the Modify panel and ensure it is set to a Free camera. Next, make sure the camera view is enabled and maximize it to see the scene better. Go to the Utilities panel and click the Perspective Match button. In the Perspective Match controls, click the Show Vanishing Lines button. Three pairs of guidelines appear that indicate three direction axes. The idea is to match these guidelines to the background image vanishing lines. As you start adjusting the handles, the perspective starts to shift accordingly. You may want to occasionally switch between Wireframe and Full Shaded Modes to see the scene better. You can also shift the position of the camera using the Horizontal, Vertical, and distance spinners. While horizontal and vertical are self-explanatory, distance acts like a dolly tool and moves the camera closer or further away from the focus center. Once you have your perspective blocked out, save the file to the same folder where you downloaded the other assets you need for this tutorial. You can now delete the proxy box, and merge in the actual kiosk's design. Merge all the contents of the file named Booth.max you downloaded previously. The perspective is a perfect match, but the rendering is still a long way from perfect. Save your file. In the next movie, you take a look at lighting the scene.